Hello everyone, it's Andy here in episode 6 of the Mountain Malarkey podcast with Dave. Hello everybody, how's it going? Hello Dave. Yeah. How are you doing? Not bad, how are you? I'm good, I'm sat next to this um, really tall yeti. Yeah. Um, I've not seen in the studio before. No. I think he's related to you. Yeah, it's show and tell day today. <laughs> so I brought something to show the class. <laughs> Say hello, Doug. <laughs> hello, Andy. Hello, Dave. <laughs> nice, nice to be the first guest. Yeah, you are, actually. You're, you're the first guest on the Mountain Blarkey podcast. First of many, and yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, there'll be a quiz question in years to come. <laughs> yeah, it will be, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, Dave, what's the episode about? <clears throat> um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about the, um, well... We always like to come up with a snazzy title for the episode. Yeah. Today's called The 5% That Don't Make It. Um, and now what that really is about is that one of the things that we do and we talk about and we sell ourselves on is our success rate. Yeah. You know, how many people are booked on with us? Do we actually manage to get to Everest Base Camp and back? Yeah. And our success rate, we always say, is, is around 95% against an industry standard of 70, which is why we're proud of it. Um, but, you know, we, we try to be transparent in all things that we do. And I think that when you tell people, you know, we got like a 95% success rate, one of the first things that comes to my mind is, well, well, hang on, what happened to the five? <laughs> you know, why didn't they make it? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And there's, I think there's a lot of different reasons and stuff like that that we yeah. could talk about. But one of the best ways, I think, to do it is actually to go back and find one of those people, um, bring them in. And force them to tell us everything that they did wrong the first time around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Doug, um, you know, that's why we dragged you in, mate. Really. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> yeah. No, no, but look, um, I mean, yeah, you're right, Dave. It is based around the le- kind of the lessons, isn't it, that we've kind of learned. And um, ultimately, you know, if you're going to get to base camp, the journey is more about the journey really than getting there. Although, we all, you know, the first time you went, Doug, yeah. you know, you weren't happy. Were you, you come down uh, the first time? It was. Really, really hard work. Yeah. From from probably day one. Mm. Yeah. But I think that was all down to my preparation. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really take it seriously enough. Okay. And um, thought I could wing it. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of people do that. I mean, it's, you know, you're not the only one. Um, you know, i got to be honest, the first time I went to, to Everest, I kind of winged it. Yeah, because you know you didn't. We didn't know what we know now. Yeah, I just want to point uh, out the first time I went, like I trained like an astronaut. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> you were the most prepared. Yeah. Why was that, Dave? Um, well, yeah, it was it was largely because I read your blog before, <laughs> and you made it sound like like it was the hardest thing on earth. You know, you were like, oh, the cold and stuff like that. And when I went there, I got sunburnt. <laughs> but no, I mean, um, I think it is all about the pre- uh, well, not all about, but a large part of it is the preparation. Yeah. If you're not, pre- if you're not prepped before you go then you're rolling the dice i think you know so you might get altitude sickness you might not you might get ill you might not yeah but the healthier you are the day you arrive at Lukla, yeah the the greater your chance of like avoiding those things are exactly and look i mean if you are thinking of um of heading to Everest space camp i mean you know, obviously you know we're high altitude tracking experts but if you do want to download the Everest space camp guide it is in the show notes so do go to the show notes there if you're listening, you want to write it down. If you just write uh, bit, so B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Everest BC guide, um, you can download the whole guide and, you know, you get a complete walkthrough. And, um, yeah, any questions you have, don't forget as well, 
Dave, we've got a nice new email address, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. So that is um, podcast at evertrek.co.uk. <laughs> I thought you were going to forget that then. Do you know? No, no, no. Do you know? Do you know right, uh, honestly, what I tried to do then was, um, <laughs> see, that would have been seamless, and if you weren't know, laughing. But in my mind, I was thinking... Is it Mountain Malarkey at Evertrack.co.uk? But no, I remember. I remembered. Yeah, well done. Well, look, let's, let's get stuck into the episode. I mean, we always like to start off what we've been up to and what we're going to. And I know this weekend we've got the Adventure Travel Show. Yeah, yeah. So if you are listening, do come and visit us. We're at stand A41. So do come and pay us a visit. We'll be there all weekend. It's in the London Olympia. Um, we will be talking a little bit about um, you know some of the new trips we're doing, which... Uh, we're quite excited about them. Yeah, yeah. Imminently about to launch as well. So yeah. all the work has been done. Um, now we just need you guys to go on the trips. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be talking about, I mean, I mean, the, the big three. I mean, obviously, we you know we specialise in, in heading out to the Himalayas and Everest. Um, you know, Everest Base Camp. You've also got Island Peak and Merapeak. We have opened new trips in Killy, and myself and Dave are going in going next month, aren't we? Yeah, 20th of Feb. Quite excited about that. I am, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it, and it's a, it's a new test for us. But you know, we're also opening up, um, you know, South America. So we've got Machu Picchu, which is in Peru, which is massive for us. Um, you've also got Aconcagua, <coughs> which is in Argentina. So one of the seven summits. Oh yeah, very good, Doug. Doug's wearing, <laughs> Doug is wearing a Kilimanjaro T-shirt. Are you coming in February? I know. I was uh, no. Say. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, just for display purposes. <laughs> But you, you, you're going to need to um, to come and get and actually climb it, Doug. Um. It's, it's, not on, it's not on my list at the moment. No, no. In, in the future, it will. I mean, you know. Well, there's, to, um, you, know, we you know, going up, we've got uh, Tubcal as well, we've got Tubcal which is interesting. You know. Big trip. I mean, we did a lot of research on that. And, you know, we, we've had a lot of Evertrekkers who have come with us to Everest, you know, going to Kili. Um, and, you know, because Morocco is so close to Europe, um, you know, for us, it's probably, what is it, a four-hour flight? Yeah, easy. Compared to, like, a 60-hour flight to Nepal, you know, and, and you can get to, like, just under 4,200 metres, so it's really good. Yeah. I'd kind of say, I mean, you know, if you are thinking of heading to Everest, I'd say that Tubcar would probably be a good bit of preparation. I think so, yeah. But I think, as always, with anything that we've done, we've made it its own thing. Yeah. You know, because it's possible to do Tubcar in, like, you know, three days or something like that. Yeah. Um, Where we like to, you know expand things a little bit, make it an experience in itself. So we'll be doing a longer trip as well. Yeah. And some in the winter as well, which, you know, makes it hard and stuff like that. But, um, we yeah, no. We'll make it too easy, wouldn't we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Doug, so, yeah, thanks for coming anyway today. And, you know, well, obviously, t- tell us a little bit then about what, you, what you've done with us and your experiences. Um, I've been to base camp twice now. Yeah. Uh, the second time I made it because... I took it more seriously, to be honest. Mm. I thought I thought the first time that I could go, and you know, every day yeah. you pick up a bit, perhaps, but it's the opposite. Every day, if you're not fit enough, yeah. you go down a bit and down a bit until you hurt. Yeah. And I'd say probably from my first trip, from the third day, I didn't really enjoy a step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, little things became mountains. If you know what I mean, it, it it's. I think it can be bad enough when you're fit, can it? When you're faced with a yeah, climb, yeah. But um, you, you've got the three big climbs, sort of. The, um, yeah, you've got the one going to Namchi. Yeah. yeah. Then Tengrotse. Yeah. And then the climb to the uh, uh, memorial. That's what memorial you do. Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, those those. Um, the one to Namchi wasn't so bad because I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. I just hit yeah. the bottom of that. But uh, I found Tengbotchi was 
Or through the, oh, through the woods. Yeah, it's it quite hard. Like 17 turns. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that, that's, 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 yeah, I'm going to put it out yeah, there. Yeah. It's, it's not 17 turns. It's not 17 turns, no, no, no. That's kind no, of an It is, it is if you go delirious. Yeah, yeah. It's about 117 turns if you go uh, delirious. Well, the, the difference was remarkable, I think, because the first time we went to Tengboche, I managed to get to Tengboche, get to my room, have a shower, yeah. have a little bite to eat, a cup of tea, and then walked back outside and was like, just w- slowly wandered up to the top of the hill and went, and then, and then, and af- after after some time waiting, he arrived. I, I appeared through the mist. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I, I did, I was very much the Diane Fossey of the uh, Yeti world <laughs> during that time. But um, no, but this time it was, um, yeah, no, I was there, I don't know, 10 minutes, if that, yeah. at the top before yeah. you arrived. Yeah, the, the the second time I did train yeah. a lot. Yeah, you did. You, I, you went out I, a lot. At least you? three times a week doing six miles, if not four or five. Nice. Around the hills of Newport. Not not, yeah. not necessarily going into um, the Breck and Beacons or anything. Yeah. Uh, luckily in Newport, it's hilly. Yeah. So I just had a route that I walked up every hill I could find. Nice. But, uh, no, that definitely helped, doesn't it? I think, <laughs> you know, obviously I know you two quite well now. I know you're well dug. Um, obviously, because you're, you know, you're Dave's dad, <laughs> but no, we're, we're friends as well. But a lot of it as well, it, the second time is down to the mental preparation, because you've already Ooh. been there. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. that you already knew what was coming. <clears throat> yeah, so it wasn't like a big deal anymore. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you already had the, that. The, the first time was a a real struggle mentally. Yeah, just to keep going. Yeah, and um, I remember base camp day. Yeah, yeah. I woke up base camp day. Well, when I say I woke up. That's an exaggeration. I never slept. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. I, I can honestly, I don't. I don't think I slept for days. You just go into this funny world, yeah. but you don't sleep. And uh, I thought, well, I'll give it a go. And I think I walked for about fifteen minutes and thought, no, this isn't happening. Yeah. yeah. So I thought the rest would do me good because it's not an easy trek back. No, it's a long way. Yeah. I think it's the hardest part. The last three days. I quite enjoy it. You I do quite, quite enjoy it, but... I quite enjoy it. Oh. Oh, it nah. <laughs> the last day... I'll buy <laughs> The last day you were there as well, when we had that yeah. monsoon. Oh, yeah. Back up to Lukla. Back up to Lukla. Yeah, that was mm. wet, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that wasn't fun. I think anything like that is, is, is going <clears> to... <throat> on the trip, on the way down, I think it was raining for, what, like five hours? Yes, yeah, five or six. Five yeah. or six hours. And I remember yeah. people came in because I think... Dave, uh, you know, out of strategy, chose to get an umbrella. Yeah, um, yeah. Stand by it. The famous umbrella. The Stand, famous by umbrella. <laughs> Stand by it. Stand by it. I gave... I just wanted to... Hang on a minute. <laughs> I did give away my waterproof jacket. You did, yeah, yeah. So everyone else had at least had some form of waterproofing, and I gave away mine, took one for the team. You did. I, in fact, I, I think I want to say I gave away both waterproof jackets that I had. Um, I had... Um... A rab pertex thing, right? Which I think lasted half an hour before, well, before I got before yeah. I went through mm. it. Yeah, I think when it comes to waterproof jackets, I think there's some rain that just it doesn't matter what you wear, it's just gonna go through. Well, it was, I mean, this it was, was driving monsoon yeah. rain yeah. for four or five hours, yeah. like unless you had like I don't know what those oil skins that sailors used to wear, <laughs> but then you but then you're gonna sweat to death anyway. Yeah, but I think no, I was walking down the road and I saw some. Um, Local Sherpa walking down, big smile on his face, yeah. umbrella, and I thought, hang on a minute, 
<laughs> like, if one of the hardcore mountain folk of the high Himalaya has got yeah. an umbrella, then it's good enough for me. So, yeah, I, I went and bought the most expensive umbrella I've ever bought in my life. <laughs> Well, you know, it was, it was quite sightseeing you carry that umbrella. I've never let you. Live. But the, the main the life. main thing was because everyone else left um, left you to, to die on the mountain, Doug. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. I, I I stayed like his tour guide, so I held the umbrella <laughs> in the air so he could see me through the mist. I never I never quite caught him. It was like no, strange, I can imagine. This strange that. figure was sort of fifty meters ahead of me all the time. Uh, it was it was it was a mad journey that was, wasn't it? Yeah. But I know that. I think you were quite lucky with the, the second time you went, right? Was any rain there then? Or was um, it, it snowed later one, one the evening, evening it snowed, didn't it? Yeah, yeah but oh, that's really? nice though, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. When did it snow? Well, Dingboche, I think, was it? Um, no, no, Lobouche. We woke, we woke oh, up really? in Lobouche. We went, when we went to bed in Lobouche, it was like yeah. how it normally is. Just like rocky and stuff. When we woke up, it was completely covered yeah, in snow. Quite, oh, nice. I love that. Because you're quite high. What was it? Lobuche is, what, 4,900 metres? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, and that, that was where you finished the first time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that was a lovely morning, mind you, that snow. Mm. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, look, I mean, when it comes to, I mean, you know, we're talking about the 5% that don't make it. <laughs> it kind of, the learns for you, I mean, obviously you mentioned preparation. Was there anything else that kind of stood out for you, like, or was, was for you, was it all about the preparation then? Um, the reason you got I, that? I've, it's hard to say, really, because yeah, yeah. I, I got ill the first time with um, his immune sickness. Yeah, you know? so I, I mean, I didn't eat for three days, which was great, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the second time, I didn't have any problems. Yeah. You know, if I, could, if I had the same problem and I overcame it, I could say, yeah, I overcame it because I was fitter. Yeah. But to be honest, I, um, I did learn. On yeah. the first trip, uh, I I learned to control my my breathing by my pace. Okay. I just walked. So you slowed down. I, a I bit. walked until I breathed at a certain rate. Okay. And I just kept that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't put any strain on myself. It didn't matter if you fell back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, nice. um, and that's all I did. I did the same uphill. If if my breathing got too hard up a hill, yeah. just stop. Just let take it, it easy. Let it, let it go down and then start again. Which was if I was only fifteen minutes. I know, yeah. yeah. David getting the it, it worked quite well. Yeah, I think that's the thing, you know, where it, like when we say about, it's always hard to say because the differences are like imperceptible. You know, like if you yeah. don't train and you don't put any prep into it at all <clears throat> and then those people do tend to have a greater chance of getting ill. Yes, yeah. And so they do experience something. But then if you do train and you do yeah. prepare yourself and then you do follow the mating rules, you don't get ill. Yeah. So it's almost like you you start questioning yourself, like, hang on a minute, was I just unlucky the first time or not? Yeah. But I think it, you know, there are people out there you see like incredibly fit people, you know, mountain guides yeah. that will get sick out there and have to turn just back. Unlucky, it, that, that those guys are unlucky. Yeah, yeah. But the most unlucky people that I've seen on the trails tend to be the ones that like are not prepared. Are not are not prepared yeah. enough, yeah. you know. And it's not all about it's fit. All coincidence. Yeah, and it's not all about being fit. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be an athlete. You know, you don't have yeah. to be Kent and cool to get to base camp. <laughs> no, certainly not. But no. you just have to be, it's more like a resilience in the mind and also doing, having something to fall back on. So knowing yeah. that you've put some miles in your legs before you've gone. So you know you can do it. Yeah. You know, and then. I think you can be unfit. Just yeah. smash my watch. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I think you can be unfit yeah. and I think you can be overweight and I think you can be old. Right. But if you put two of those things together, you're going to struggle. Yeah. 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 If, yeah. If, I, I think you're, you're right there. You know, if you're um, if you're unfit and you're young and you're not carrying any weight, I think you'll still do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But if you're if you're overweight and unfit, yeah, there's a lot of climbing. There's a lot of steps. I think the yeah. the steps are the, the thing that um, you wipe your legs over. Yeah. 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 You definitely fatigue with those, don't you? And I think you're right. You make a good point there, actually. You know, um, like because personally, I, I've never seen age as a barrier. Like, no, do I? No. You know, because you're, what, 62? Um, tomorrow, in fact. It's your birthday tomorrow, is it? It is, yeah. Dave, <laughs> Dave obviously remembered that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, you've already... I got you a nice gift, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. Oh, oh happy birthday for tomorrow. A hip flask, oh, wasn't it? Hip, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. A hip flask, yeah. Yeah, got him a nice hip flask. Oh, well done, Doug. Yeah. So, well, well, well te- te- tomorrow, is it? Well, technically what happened was I, I, I bought myself one, got it delivered to his house. He said he liked it, so I thought... An opportunity here, just keep that one and I'll order myself. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah. so what, 62, 63 then? Or 62 63. To, I'm 62 tomorrow. 62 tomorrow? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I think I've been saying he's I think you've been 62 yeah, for at least two years, though. To... In all of my blog posts, you've been 62, but you know, at least, yeah, I was well, thinking I ahead. Is, yeah, yeah. I was 59 on the first trip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 61. 61, yeah, 61. 61 yeah, I, I think I made it pretty. Maths can be difficult. I remember after the first trip, I gave all my stuff away. I said, I'm never going back. Yeah, I remember game. that, yeah. Um, I I think uh, even the day when we got back to Kathmandu, yeah. I just stayed in my room. I was yeah. just too tired to go out. and um, It took it out of you, did it? I don't yeah, know. I, gave, I, I gave all my stuff away, and then um, a while later, I thought, it's unfinished business to me. Yeah. Yeah. So next time make a bit of an effort. <laughs> yeah. No, but well done. I mean, it's, you know, you went in October. I know you left it. It's probably a little bit later because the first time you went in September, right? Yeah. 2017. Um, and personally, I mean, yeah, if you're listening, you're thinking of what sort of best time to go. I mean, we, we always suggest October, November are generally the better times yeah. to go. Yeah. Or, or April, May. Fine. Or April, May, yeah. 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 But I think just early in the season yeah. is more risky in terms of weather. So you, you you might experience a delay with a flight, but that to me is not not you know you can account for that by just tacking on a couple extra days. Yeah. I think the worst part about it is obviously if you spend two weeks in the mountains and you only get a day or two of seeing yeah. the giants out there. You know, it's it's but you know you can never it's not it's not an you you can't fail to be amazed by the place. Yeah, yeah. you know it it is one of those those things that's just brilliant. I th- I I think what I like to know about people that have maybe gone there and not made it yeah. and then come back and did it and then we've gone there and done it and we've, we you know something when you get there and it's difficult to try and get people that maybe did turn around to understand it yeah. which is that it's not all about arriving at base camp yeah exactly. you know and it's i know it's easy for us to say if you've done it yeah and if but what i really feel that it's about is the base camp it is it's a remarkable place yeah. but ultimately if it took a day to get to, it would be way less popular. So yeah. what is it about getting there that is so fascinating? Yeah, and, it's the, and it's an excuse to me. It's an X on a map that gives you an excuse to trek for 11 days in the Himalaya. Yeah. You know, like it's... And I think that's what I want to get people to understand before they go, yeah. is that they're going on an adventure. Yeah. You know, and reaching Everest Base Camp is, is like the culmination of it, but it's not... It's not the. It's not it's the. Not all it's not all about that. You know. It, it is, like I know we talk about it. It's about the journey. Yeah. You know, I know that's a cliche, but it is. It is all about the journey. You know, the first time you went there, Doug. I know it was disappointing because you, you well, didn't I, get there, to, but it was a great trip, wasn't it? To yeah. be honest, I wasn't disappointed. Right. I enjoyed. I even the pain I enjoyed. Yeah. Strangely, <laughs> strangely enough, you would, every day at that time it was. Um, it was a. 
a bit like the Tour de France where you got to get to the end of that yeah, stage. Yeah, uh, Every day to me was get to the end of that stage and get yeah. to the end of that stage. And it's a, feel, a feeling of achievement every day to me. Okay. Makes and, sense, uh, doesn't it? Yeah. Because that's what it's like. I mean, it's it's a beautiful place to be in. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, we were quite fortunate with the weather. Sort of, I think it was two or three days in. I know it was September the first time, but we were quite lucky there. We had some good views. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, you're passing through these awesome villages. It's it's a nice journey, isn't it? It's tough. Yeah. But you're right. I'm glad you still still enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I remember... The, the biggest thing I remember on, yeah. on both on both of the, the the trips was the walk of the Tengbache. The the difference I had in myself. Yeah, yeah. Because that was probably one of my worst days. It was a good gauge for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, the second time I thought, oh, here I am. Yeah. No, I'm at the top. Yeah. Mm. Whereas the top never ever came. You know? <laughs> I think that I think I, the seasons passed me by as I walked up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> He had moss growing on him. Doug's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. the it only grows on the back of Doug's in him. <laughs> like, you know, like a sloth gets his own moss, you know, because it moves so slowly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It so, same, same, same thing. It was a bit like that. I had to, I had to break that journey yeah. into like ten paces. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had break to start, down, yeah. take take ten, stop and breathe. Take ten, stop and yeah. breathe. But I just I only stopped. Um, but there were little stopping places when we, we you know what? Yeah, resting places. Yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. For anybody who's going, we we take regular breaks. Yeah. On the on the walk, it's not it's not a, an A to B day. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not a tea. Yeah. We yeah. stop have a chat and sit down on the walls and things like that. Yeah. So, um, I only stopped for these chats this time because yeah. I was quite happy to keep going. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The, one of my favourite jokes is to stop, have like a twenty-five minute break. Doug arrives and I go jam jam, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it never gets old. For ele- I sustained myself for eleven days on that joke. <laughs> so if anyone hasn't been out there, jam jam means uh, hurry up. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> it means come on, come on. Yeah, poor Doug. Let's get a shift on. Oh, yeah, I remember that, and I was thinking, come on. Now, and then there's bistari, bistari, which means slow down. But Doug yeah. never never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> no, look. I mean, I mean, one thing I want to talk about just before we we sort of come to the end of the podcast today. Um, a few things, I suppose, that help anyone. Um, and I think we could talk about it with you, Doug, as well. Like, obviously, pace is, is a big one, the speed yeah. in which you travel. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, although you you kind of did go a little bit faster the second time, it's probably because you're a little bit fitter, less fatigued. Well, yeah, I, I tied my pace to my breathing. Just, yeah. just let yourself breathe a little bit hard because yeah. you can't help that anyway. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to get out of breath, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the first time, I was constantly breathing hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah? Even in bed. Yeah, yeah, even resting, wasn't it? Even resting, yeah. yeah. I remember, and, and I think, how did you get on with? Um, because uh, I mean, one thing we always talk about is hydration. It's if you if you haven't made it to uh, Everest Base Camp or high altitude, it normally comes back to hydration. Unless you know, obviously, you can get unlucky, and things happen. You and, but hydration, you were you were pretty good with that. On yeah. the second time as yeah. well. Yeah, the first time I was pretty good time. on it. Yeah, I th- I think. Part of the journey is the unknown, and and, and yeah. the unknown is getting altitude sickness. Yeah, you have never felt that before. No, no, I didn't get it the second time, but yeah. I was a lot fitter. Yeah, whether that was the reason. Oh, I did take Diamox, didn't I? Yeah, you joined Team Diamox. Yeah. I joined Team Diamox. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So maybe that was the reason. Yeah, yeah. So that could have helped yeah, as well. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't suffer one bit. Yeah. Other nice. than other than the breathing problems. Yeah. No headaches. 
Nothing I think it's the answer is probably all of the above. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first time pride gets in the way. You didn't want to take Diamox. I didn't want to take anything. No. But I, I think it just make it easy on yourself. Yeah. You know, like if your knees hurting, you'll take an ibuprofen. If you've got a headache, you'll take a paracetamol. If yeah. you go into altitude and it begins to be a problem, you can go on Diamox. Um, or even like you half a tablet a day was it? A uh, tablet uh, a day, half in the morning, half was, at night. Yeah, half in the morning, that was half it, at yeah. night. That was yeah. it. Yeah, there, there, there are a few side effects of it, and um, which is a few. There's one main side effect. Yeah, yeah. It's the tingling. Okay. Your fingers tingle. Yeah. <laughs> your toe, your toes tingle. I remember yeah. he, he he was sitting there with me going, oh, "My boots sound right, my boots sound right," and then <laughs> all day, and then uh, I just thought, "Oh, hang on, it's a Dymox." <laughs> I, was, I totally yeah. forgot. I remember. Cool I, I remember. Yeah, I had pins yeah, yeah, yeah. in my toes, so I I kept loosening my boots and thinking, "I've worn these boots for two years. Why are they tingling?" And then um, they've clicked. It's the Dymox. It's the Dymox. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, yeah. I mean, if if you're listening and you haven't been at high altitude before. Um, you may have heard us talk about Diamox. And Diamox is, is kind of something that can uh, can help you altitude. Um, you know, we our, our thoughts have changed on it a lot because I used to be dead against it. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, you're kind of constantly learning. You know, like my sister came to base camp, uh, was it September 2018? Yeah. And I know she wouldn't have got to base camp if it wasn't for using Diamox. Um, I always find it's best to use it as a reactive substance. So, I mean, when people are struggling... And if they hit a wall, then you give them dialogues. Yeah. It will help. There's so many different yeah. like schools of thought on it. You know, yeah. like I know you took it like just half. Like, as soon as you get to Lukla, yeah, half a pill in the morning. Yeah. But you you took he broke his pill into technically what was about two thirds yeah. and a third. Yeah, the, right. first, <laughs> the first the first pill I took was two thirds, and um, my face tingled. My and when you say tingle, it's more like an electric shock or a yeah. breath full of bees. But, you know? <laughs> but I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think, so either, uh, however you do it, I think, as long as you do it, like, kind of responsibly, yeah. let your guide know you're taking it, let them control the dose yeah. and tell you, like, how to take it and when to take it. And um, it is it is a remarkably safe drug. Yeah. I don't think there are many side effects that would prevent, that would make you ill or pre- turn you around. Yeah. But I have seen it keep people going yeah. All the time, like you know, um, there was one girl, um, Hannah, who came with us in yeah, April, yeah, right. and I remember we were at Everest View Hotel, and uh, I remember I was talking to you, and I was like, "Where's Hannah?" So I went back outside, and yeah. I found her like head in hand, you know, really, right? really like, yeah. and I was worried for her because I was thinking, not so, you know, you just don't want people to turn around that that early. It was only yeah. day three, and but it is the point where a lot of people get sick, and. Um, and she took Dymox, and the next morning she was outside dancing a little jig, uh, and you know, <laughs> just, and it, it like it like turned her around completely. Yeah, yeah. I did, um, in a way, I think I would have like not to have taken it just to know. <laughs> but um, well, you I, can always I, go I, back. Come yeah. back a third time, don't you? Yeah, I, I could go back, but um, I think I would take it again. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. didn't do me any harm, other, other than the um, the pins and needles, yeah. which is annoying. But uh, you get used to it. You deal with it at least. Yeah, you deal yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, it, I couldn't it, handle it. It wasn't. Constant. I tried it. It was like you know an experimental. It was. Um, yeah. It was. Like it, nah, nah, I won't take it again. Not unless I. Not unless I need to. I did it like um, yeah. What what a recreational diamox? I think is what you would call it. <laughs> no, I was just curious. Like I, I I got to Namshi and I was feeling like I'll be honest, I was feeling completely fine, yeah. but mainly because like you were on it, uh, Adrian was on it, and I think Dave might have been, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Damn. Dan, that's it, yeah. And then, so I just took half a pill in the night, yeah, and then half a pill in the morning, and then all the walk to Tangboche, it was it was doing my head in. I just, like, but then I think I didn't, I, 
I didn't really feel any benefit because I wasn't ill. I yeah. only felt the side effects, which was yeah. like the tingling in my face. So I stopped taking it then. I felt fine, yeah. which, um, yeah. So I think it is one of those things that, okay. yeah, you can take it preventatively or you can take it sort of reaction, reactionary? Uh, reactively. Reactively. Reactively? Uh, yeah, I'd say yeah, reactively. Why not? I yeah, think that's right. Why not? Correct us if we're, you know. If yeah. We're uh, right. e- email podcast at uk <laughs> if you know the correct terminology for what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm obviously coming towards the end of the podcast now. Um, never the end. Never the end. <laughs> but look, um, just before we do sort of go into uh, you know the final word, if you if you do love this podcast and you you, know, you, you enjoyed listening to it, whether this episode or some of the other ones, do leave us a review. Um, it's massive for us, you know, and um, it means more people can can listen to it because yeah. uh, you know the podcast get, gets gets shared. Um, but yeah, if you are looking to go to Everest Base Camp, do down, download the guide in the show notes. Um, again, I'll just read it out for you. It's bit.bit.ly forward slash Everest BC guide. Gives you a bit of a rundown, walk through the trip, and then you can have a little look about um, you know how Doug got on. <laughs> you can read into uh, Tengboche Hill because it's all in the guide. So have a little look at that. But yeah. Yeah, the final word then. So what, what would you leave? Um, can you read that now? Yeah, I can read that now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Each episode. <clears throat> can you enlarge that? Yeah, you just got to... Yeah, we, we, we have some notes on a, on a laptop. And um, yeah, I'll be honest with you, like, um, I can't read it from a distance away because I haven't got my spectacles. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, first of all, I just want to put out there that I think um, Doug the Sloth was an allergy of the day. Yeah, I... I an allergy like of the week, yeah. An allergy of the week. I was thinking that because you said a few. And I was thinking, no, no, I'll wait till the next one. I'll wait to the next one. Yeah. And then there's no more. And yeah. I'm like, oh, crap. Miss, miss the boat. That yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll Mate, they, 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 once they come, they come in quick fire and then they stop. <laughs> three toed? Three toed. Three toed. So, yeah. That's okay. his new nickname. Three toed. The three toed yeti. A three toed yeti. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, when it comes to. Yeah. I think that, I think the most important bit is that what I would love people to really truly believe and we're competitive people by nature but yeah. i think what i would love people to go out there with is that success isn't only defined by getting to everest base camp yeah you know the greatest success that most people do is actually making the decision and booking the trip and doing it you know or, or, or whatever they do it might not be everest base camp you yeah, know whatever yeah, challenge yeah. they yeah. take on in life the hardest part is usually getting off the sofa and you know doing it so i think it's all about the journey and I think that um, success for people is just just to start the walk and get, get out, out there. there isn't it? Yeah, and I think that um, I think that if you are sort of listening and you you are you know considering heading out to yeah, yeah. you know whether it be Nepal or Africa or anywhere in the world or whether it just be you want to go out and you want you want to run your first five k or you want to run your first mile, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think that um, that's the biggest and hardest part. Yeah, yeah, is doing it and once you've actually started the journey then you're already successful far more successful than everyone else that stayed at home nice Dave I like it and it's never the final word no 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 as, <laughs> as we continue the podcast <laughs> love you what is about getting out there and look you know I hope from this episode the reason we wanted to to obviously bring Doug in make it a show thanks, and tell Doug. yeah it, which is you know, it's all about getting the learns and the lessons from what you have your experiences yeah, and thanks train. for sharing that Doug yeah train train and train again yeah you enjoyed coming on this week I did, yes, yeah. <laughs> nice to get out. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, um, yeah, thanks for listening this week. And as I said, if you've enjoyed the podcast, do leave us a little review. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you again next week. Yeah, all the best. Say bye, Doug. Bye, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye. bye.